Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, been away. Been really busy. I just had a kid. Her name is Isla. She's awesome. Um, anyone who asks me where I got the name from, I always say from Jurassic Park, which isn't true, but it's just funny to say. Anyways, today I'm here uh, talking with two of my dearest friends, um, oldest friends, longest running friends, Joe and Dom Fox. Um, and I met them in the days of uh, first first shows I ever went to. Um, and it was when I first bought my camera. So I accredit most of my love for photography and videography to the years that I spent touring with Von Wolf, meeting Dom and Joe, getting involved with this band. This is what I owe everything to. Um, it was the years of my life that I will always look back on. They were the most fun. They were the most, they weren't even that challenging. <laughs> it's not like we had like crazy drama or there was no real insane roadblocks or anything. It was just pure fun. I can only think of maybe a handful of things of craziness that were not fun, but this episode isn't really even, uh, I, I don't even say it would be an interview. It's more so just a conversation. We just kind of reminisce of the time. We really dive into um, how crazy DIY this band was. I mean, this was a no-holds-barred, you know, <laughs> survival um, survival of the fittest, you know, point A to point B. Didn't care if it was $20 to drive to South Florida to play a show to 10 kids, I mean, or even just out of pocket. It did not matter. This band was just... Uh, all over the place all the time and you know it it's funny to think it back now because I know a lot of the other friends that I made in Florida that you know Von Wolf was kind of the band that played the same cities every week every other weekend basically they were a Florida band you know you could expect to see them in South Florida three to four times a month that's not a joke like seriously they just didn't care as long as it was shows and I know a lot of people clowned on them um, even people that I'm friends with now, it was kind of a a band that was, you know, looked down on or people wouldn't watch or whatnot. And it wasn't really the band that fit in too much. But, you know, at the time we didn't care. Uh, I still don't really care. It's just a fun time to look back on. Everyone has been in weird or funny bands and, you know, at some point no one knew what they were doing. So it's just a fun conversation that we get to have. Um, like I said, I give all my credit to this band for making me the person that I am today, uh, to maintaining this relationship that I have with them and my friendship with them. And, you know, I can really, I can really say that this is one of the strongest friendships that I have. And it's so much fun to look back on. And I have, you know, still all the videos are up on YouTube that I made for this band that are just, they're funny to look back on and they're memories that I'm always going to cherish. So, Without further ado, here's the episode with Joe and Dom of Von Wolf, and soon to follow, there's going to be a, a second part because they're in a band now by the name of Bad Luck, which I'm also was involved with, uh, toured with a couple of times, and that's a more important band to them, and I feel like it's it's more uh, productive to talk about that band since it's more active and you know still doing things. So, uh, well, here it is. Okay, bye bye. Okay. 
Sorry, I have, I'm a dad now, so I have nose hairs and they're really annoying, man. They're really long. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So I'm here with Dom and Joe. Dom, you say it so we can recognize your voice. Hello. And then what? Joe, say it. You say it so I can recognize your voice. Say it. Say, I'm going to say it. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to talk about all this stuff because this was four years of our lives together. I think four or three, three years. It's crazy because I had, I used to keep track of all the shows that we did on a calendar and I don't know what happened to it, but I think, uh, I think in the year of 2013, that was the year that we were gone every single weekend of every month, except for the exception of like two or three weekends here and there. Before. I was going to say, if we're talking the old band, it was certainly either the year before two or two years, years yes. before because the yes. old band ended in 12. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was like, definitely it was 11. 11 was yeah, the 11. busiest year. Beginning of 12 was the beginning of the end. Right. <laughs> and it was also really busy. Yeah, so, no, it was definitely 2011 then. It's just crazy because yeah. like I can't like I can't put the the years to it. I can remember all this stuff, but I can't remember. Like I had to go back and look because I was updating my resume and I had to look at when I started like touring. And sure. it was I think 2010 was the first video I ever uploaded of Von Wolf, which was the Jesse video of him just playing drums. Mm. Uh oh in Ormond. Oh yes. From behind the drum. So that's yeah. just the second show ever with the band. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was your your guys' second show ever. And I remember that specifically because that venue had shows like once a year. Yeah, Joe's second show ever with the band. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah. Maybe awesome. third actually because Joe no no, third or fourth, because Joe played with Jake. I had, over Jake, the summer. I had Jake like twice. Yeah, when Jeff before so. Jess moved down, um Jake we had a fill in drummer. Favorite. I guess that wasn't the same Von Wolf though. But whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, you have but Yeah, but yeah, right. I've yeah. Was pro- like, that's my September 26th. Putting the door of Von Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah September 26, 2010. Nice. <laughs> Damn, good. That's yeah, we played the record store the night before, and then we played that church. And then I think there was a third show, right? Or no? I can't remember. I think that we might have played surprising. like in Melbourne. Were we by ourselves? At the church in Edgewater? Or, yeah. I'm sorry, at the church in Ormond. Uh, I don't know. My Captain King. My Captain King. Yes. But not them, though. <laughs> not them, though. Um, yes, Iglesia. And yeah. uh, that other that other crazy Christian band um, with the two vocalists. Uh, the one really tall, skinny kid that the wolf pack. Oh, my man. Yeah, right. Who are you talking about? I know who you're talking about, but I don't know who you're talking about. They had the, the ginger drummer. The ginger drummer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, right. Um, man. They're all like, um, they're all like the guy from kids. the guy, the bass player. Oh, damn, dude. Hold on a second. Were I they, can... wait, hold on real quick. Were they like younger kids? Yeah. Yes, very much. Okay, younger. I don't, something like Branches. They're from Ormond. It's something like Branches, but. Right. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to remember. Yeah, I'm not. You're not. Pretending. I'm not even trying. We're not going to, I don't remember any names. The only but I remember that show, though. I do remember that show. I do yeah, the show is. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that, that was, show is incredible. I think they were called Arms Like Branches. Yes, that's oh, it. Hell yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I yeah, wish I, I, I could. could that's in the ball. I could go on, but I think you'd have to start editing. Yeah, that was the goal. Yeah. <laughs> the episode. <laughs> I really wish I really wish I would have saved all the flyers from back then. I look at like I go through my hard drive now and I always try and think about the crazy shows that we were on. Cause I remember Evan telling me that um that first I think it was the first Lions Den show played with in reference. Dead in the Dirt played that show and I had no idea about it until Evan told me because Yeah, there, yeah. yeah. I had no idea that they were even. I don't remember that. Other well, I don't think it was Lions. I think it was Atlantic Sounds. Atlantic Sounds. Yeah. 
they dead in the dirt. We played with Dead in the Dirt at Atlantic Sounds. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then the Lion Sun show it was, was probably when it became that back. That was room. crazy, though. Like, yeah. it was packed. It was sick. Okay, that's so a, that's a spot. That's a spot. <laughs> so what we met? The first show I ever met you at Dom was the show in at a random sports bar in Edgewater. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's that's our first, our second show ever. Yes. Like so yes. yeah, I was. So the band was originally started. We moved down at the end of high school, kind of abruptly. Our father retired from New York and moved to Florida. And we were just kind of like finishing out our last year or so in high school. And I knew from coming from terrible bands, but bands nonetheless in New York, that I wanted to be in bands in Florida. And so this opportunity was like the first real, like start a band and go play shows type thing I saw in Mm -hmm. what became Von Wolf. It had a different name then, I think. and so anyways, yeah, that Edgewater show was like the first, I think that's our first show. I know what show you're talking about. I'm yeah, it was. That's our first show. There was like seven people there? Yeah, it was really cool. And you were probably there wearing a t-shirt that had overalls on it, which was yes. really cool. I, and, was, um, I was there specifically because Christopher Schwegler said he was going to stab me. That sounds all too accurate. Yeah. Because, uh, because of some MySpace beef, but he like wouldn't <laughs> stop talking shit. And he was like, I, it, this makes it sound so much like, I'm like puffing my chest out, but it really wasn't. It was, I was already going to the show already. And he said, I'm going to go and stab you. And I was like, I mean, okay. Like, and then, and then I remember being there and I I didn't know anyone except maybe loosely I knew Max and he kind of knew why, like, or he like, I forget how I ended up there. I, I don't even remember. I think it was the first you time were, I ever like, had You were like friends with Eric or, and like Eric King Sport Max or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, JT yeah. or something, like Rory or something. I know we all all end up hanging out, hanging out eventually, but I'm just trying to remember that day because I do remember meeting you that day. Um, yeah, there was nobody there. But I mean, this really isn't, this is what I was saying about the Arms Like Branches stuff too. It wasn't that you'd have to edit the episode in a, a bad way. It's just, I don't want to be speaking on people people's personal details that aren't on your show with that being said max met his dad who he didn't know up until that day that right day. i remember that crazy yeah, detail that was the craziest thing ever yeah i wasn't right. there but that story was like and he like legendary. so clearly was max's dad in the face and he walked uh-huh. up and i'm like what's up and he's like looking for max and uh, that's it that's the end of the story really but it was just a wild thing and yeah anyways yeah i met you that day and you people said we looked alike and we just did not right <laughs> we, we the only thing that that like we resembled was because we had thick frame sunk or uh thick flame gra- glasses but we didn't right. then. but we didn't even then you right. still I had didn't. wire glasses then and, and i didn't wear mine then. right exactly so, so i was... think at the time we both had mullets we yeah, should move on <laughs> so we met that day <laughs> Yeah, so we met that day, and then that was pretty much the start of everything. But then what? Von Von Wolf didn't really do much. They play. Wait, you guys played the. Um, I quit the band. So yeah. okay, I got you. I just didn't know where we were going to go from there. Um. So so yeah, I met you then, and probably played like a handful of shows, and was you know like a senior in high school. So I was excited to be playing shows, but as a whole, I was thinking I was getting to a point in my life where I was going to maybe go to college or just do something else. Mm-hmm. To be brutally honest, it was a weekend of Michael Sarah movies, uh, including <laughs> Nick and Norris playlist, where I was watching him play bass in a band that wasn't anything like my band. And a lot more like, even though they were bad bands, the bands I grew up playing in. And I was right. just kind of like, oh man, if I do music, if I don't, if I just go to college and become a normal person, whatever, if I do music, I kind of want to do music like that. Cause like, that's way more me. I just didn't really like the band. Right. Um, so I quit the band. 
And then the band, for like reasons that aren't worth going into and aren't exciting at all, while I wasn't in it, like they had other members and stuff, and they toured a bit and like tried for a minute, but mm -hmm. it just didn't work out. Right. So then just weirdly, long story short, me and the guy, like you had referenced earlier, uh, Max, who was like the, the guy in the band, it was his band. Um, we wound up weirdly working at the same restaurant. <laughs> and at that point, I decided I wasn't going to college and I was going to be doing music. And I kind of missed playing in the heavy band just because it was the first kind of band like that I played in. And yeah. um, anyways, just trying to not, uh, not go on too long about it. Jesse was moving down then to go to Full Sail even though me and Joe knew we didn't want to go to college, that right. was kind of our default plan as well. Not full sale, but because Jesse was going to full sale, moved to mm -hmm. Orlando with him. Um, that's a, and that's a very key. I feel like the full sale thing is a very key thing to the existence of Von Wolf. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. That's, oh yeah. That's a really fair. Yeah. Was, I mean, it was just a thing that we had to work around all the time and consider and not right. be able to do things because of, and then also, yeah, uh, we're okay. probably more fortunate because like we weren't Florida able to show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to lay out the groundwork because some people may not know, you know, the uh, newer generation, but the older generation of Florida people will all, all but be very well acquainted with this band. But basically Von Wolf was a band that toured nonstop every single weekend because Jesse was in, was going oh, to full yeah. sale. Yeah, and, and more specifically, and even though that is just about the nail on the head, uh, toured nonstop on the weekend because our drummer was co in college, specifically in Florida and Georgia, kind of only. Right, like basically basically rotating cities every other weekend. Right, and which is honestly just a full um, sidestep to crediting Florida and its music scene, because it's like one of the only places, if not the only place in the country, you can just drive up and down 10 hours and play different scenes and venues at least you know when music live music existed and stuff um so that it's not entirely just like a uh um what am i trying to say it's not a slight on our band we were right. lucky to be a florida band while our drummer was in college because we could be in a pretty active band but just to right. sum up the the little uh gray area we were filling in before i quit the band they break they broke up after i was in high school we worked the same restaurant jesse was moving down and just basically in an approach of like hey man how you been i didn't know you were working here um, what are you up to lately? The conversation turned into, I'd like to still do the band for, uh, for Max. He'd like to still do the band, but didn't have anybody. Me and Joe were going to be in a band with Jesse anyways. Mm -hmm. And at that point I was looking at the situation like, well, shit, this Von Wolf could be like three fourths. It's me, my brother and the kid I grew up in bands with from New York. Right. So, uh, that's, that's what the Von Wolf that you kind of came into and wound up doing really cool videos for. And we hung out and like played flower all the time. That was like that. Band. Right. And that's what I, I chalk up is like, I think that first show that you guys had, I think that was legitimately the first time I had my camera. Like, yeah, right. That's what I was going to say too, but I didn't, I didn't want to be wrong. You were like figuring out how to do it with us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and so like, if I remember, yeah, it was like that. And then basically it was just like, we all became really close. We were all just like hanging out all the time. And then, um, because I, I grew up in like a, a, a bit of a backstory is like, I grew up in new Smyrna. Right. And I started going to shows like right after Daytona, be, like Daytona kind of like started to go not necessarily downhill, but it was like all those shows that they had, like, this is for you fest, like the have heart shows at the, at, uh, the coffee connection, things like that. Those things were kind of starting to like fizzle out, but not fully because Pat and Tommy 
and I think Eddie were the ones that were still trying to book shows. So there were still shows coming through, but it was like, I didn't meet people like you until I think that first show and then the Edgewater or the, um, the woman's club show that Amina and Raya put on yeah, yeah. where I met like Eric. That's and where I, I first met you. Yeah, right. You there. Yeah. And so it was like, because of meeting you guys, that was what got me into, into music and all that. And I think the first time that, I think the first time that it ha- like I put together an episode was when you guys, we did a random show in Tampa mm. and that was like the first time I ever filmed like things behind the scenes. Where we played wall ball and stuff like that. Yes. And, with um, Johnny Crowder. And yeah. you guys did the, the promo photos with Evan Dell. Right. That's what I was trying to remember. Yes. Yeah. The, the festival. And, wasn't it? No, no. It was no I think show. it was just like a show. It was like a one-off show. And there was a cool, there used to be a cool video of that show from videos by Liz, but I don't think that exists anymore. Right. I, she might still have the channel up. I was actually just talking to Ardo about this, about videos by Liz, because that, that started up like right when I started filming and I think yeah. I got scared because I thought she, she would think I was trying to steal her thunder. No, and also maybe I'm misremembering. She was a little before you because I yeah she was. I knew that's her what videos when I lived in New York, and then I moved down here, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying is because when I started like way before I became way more confident in like going to shows, I remember going to that Tampa show like filming and being like, oh, I hope I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. Yeah, no, right. It's I have. I mean, I haven't seen or talked to her in a long time. But Liz used to be awesome, and guys, yeah. I'm just saying that that show in particular that you're talking about, the first episode. She had a really right. cool video. So yeah. I remember it was just a show. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So then I think the first time that we ever did a, well, I'm not the first time that I ever did a weekender with you guys, but it was like sometime it was like the show, the string of shows in South Florida. It was a show at solid sound studios. I remember that, but that was the time that we stayed at. When, Jesse, when Jesse broke the window. Yes. yes. And, and I, I think it was, that, I played that gold spray painted base yeah and i think i was yeah. we it's stayed with max's sister sisters that was the night jesse broke the window yes yeah. and that was when we first stayed with max's sister right first time we yeah. met victor and that was also the um we stayed with max's sister but yeah. i remember because that was right. the first time that you guys asked me to like come on a weekend her and that was like my right. first ever uh like stay out and, right like yeah, yeah. first yeah. first real like look into what it means to quote unquote tour because it was only what two nights and three days no right but i know what you, i know what you mean and it's same thing with that band as a whole for both of us we learned how to tour in that band oh, absolutely and it's so funny though with that one when we stay with max sister i remember i was trying to go to the, their community pool yes and i wouldn't let it sing and it's right. just like free chat and we went to the we went to the beach for literally like 12 we went to the beach for like 15 minutes <laughs> yeah that's we right. like drove. We like drove like thirty minutes to go to. the Oh beach. my god! <laughs> I remember that, and only now because you're saying it, I totally forgot. Yeah, about that we part. walked up. The guy was like losing it because we yeah. weren't hard. I just remember we were using that water bottle uh, case cardboard for a window. Right. Because Jesse was moshing the van in the parking lot the night before, and he's a, like a not big in an, uh, any other kind of way other than observational. He's a big person. He's like, you know, he's a full adult person. Right. And swung his big arm at the window. And, and it just shattered. And smashed it. Yeah. I don't like think completely it. like popped and shattered. Yep. But yeah, that was, that was the first taste of it. And I do remember it because that was the first time I had ever been around a naked man before. That was like <laughs> the first time that I think what happened. Oh, I was driving the van for the first time. It was after we did the whole Chipotle trick. So 
for people okay. that don't know, I don't know if it still exists, but there used to be a trick where you would call Chipotle, tell them you're a touring band, and they would... a trick. It's something they do. Yeah, they still they do, do it? Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know. Certain ones say no, and um, the trick is that, that they'll certain ones will lie to you and be like, we don't do that anymore. But it's just like a location or um, regional decision. It's a band. And, band. Yeah, and it's up to the person, and, and Charlie, our band now, Beva, Charlie is very good at, at doing Convincing him? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very good. Yeah, we've been a lot of Well, I remember because we called them and they said that they would only give us like a tortilla and rice and beans. And then we yeah. showed up there and they gave us like full blown beast mode. I, rem I remember that time too. But do you remember this is totally kind of off the specific it's topic? Well, it's the same day when we were with Reveal Renew, the guys who are in our band now, Charlie Mike. But back then, and we were, we were definitely Von Wolf. Yeah. Uh, we were on a little run together. And we went. We tried to go to Moe's, and they told us no. They told us no. So we ate all their corn salsa. We took all their corn salsa and cups. Were you not with us for that? I think you were. I don't. I that I. That might have been one of those that you were supposed to go, and then and then you didn't. I think right. it might have been one of those. But that, on yeah. that same one, and maybe this will jog your memory. And at the least, it's what Joe is. Yeah, the Chick Fil A one when they gave us a lemonade. They gave fourteen guys one one large one, lemonade. Large lemonade. That's that sounds somewhat. You remember that? That's They're the like, corn. That's the corn sauce today. So I'm pretty sure you were there. You might not have been in the literal restaurant, but okay. Yeah, Charlie, John, me, Kenny. I remember Joe. I think Evan too. Oh no, not Evan. Uh, because Von Wolf. Right, Jesse. Jesse for sure. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get crossed all the time because there's that transition of they were revealed then, mm -hmm. and that they stayed revealed when we were bad luck in the yeah. beginning. Right. And we did like equal amounts of touring with each so i get memories get mixed up all the time but yeah the corn salsa thing was definitely vulnerable so jesse was there but yeah man yeah that's really funny but yeah i was saying that was the first time i ever been around a naked man was when uh we were stuck in the traffic and i was driving the van and jesse was just completely naked yeah in the back of the van flapping around yeah 10 years ago is a different time <laughs> oh much different time yeah. yeah it made me a better man because of it <sighs> yeah it was all fine um yeah, it's all fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Jesse would be stoked, but uh, I don't think he's been ass naked in the van since. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that dude probably. <laughs> but, no, I'm just kidding. Oh no, yeah, well, like Tom said, different time, but it was fun. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were all like what, sixteen and seventeen, so. Yeah. We were, yeah, we, dude. Something we like that. Young. We were. Yeah, we were young as hell. Well, I'm trying to think. So from then on, it was pretty much every weekend. I mean, I I'm shouldn't, I shouldn't say it was every weekend, but basically from there on, it was like I started doing the videos and it was kind of like a spoke. It was like an unspoken thing of. Yeah, no, that's going, close, close to every weekend, every other weekend, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like in the beginning, it wasn't like super crazy, but then it eventually got to there in like 2011 when it was like every single weekend, like right. we were gone. But I'm trying to think. I want to talk about the idea that like at some point Von Wolf became like the quintessential like fest band for like weird off off brand fest like <laughs> like because I have it like I have small notes here and I just put in all caps fest band because I'm I like you're just long form explaining that most people didn't like us and that we were willing to do anything. <laughs> that's not, but that's not necessarily true because remember in Melbourne, if you guys got put on a show, dude, sometimes it'd be like a hundred kids. Do you want to know why? That's because one time in one month we played Melbourne three weekends in a row. We got that 
one show yeah. where we're playing fucking so, Melbourne. This is a one real show, story. 25 kids, and the next weekend, 25 Well, kids no, that's the math. Movie. But hold on, this is a real story. We played the first show. Let's use Joe's math even. 25 show kid, or 25 kid show, excuse me. While we're cleaning up, Joe's out front talking to somebody, and Max is in back talking to somebody. And we used to drive in two different cars that we didn't have a van. Right. Joe drove his Ford Taurus actually into the ground because of all that. Uh, but me and Joe and Jesse were loaded into Joe's car. And basically me and Max were kind of like, I mean, we all communicated then, but for the most part, me and Max would check in and then he would go in his car. I don't remember how he got there. It might have been like yeah, your he, had his little fuck, he had his little Honda. Um, but I don't think he drove that box. then. Oh, that, right, right. The, the, yeah, right, right. wasn't his, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, he was in his car, and he headed his, his way, and we headed ours. Right. And we had already talked, and I knew that Max picked up a show in Melbourne two weeks from me, which mm -hmm. especially at the time, that was pretty normal. You know, we would try and take any show we could get. Returning to the same area two weeks. It's, like, close, but it's, like, okay, whatever. I get in the car with Joe, and we drive for, like, 30, 40 minutes, and Joe's like, oh, shit, by the way, I got us a show. And we're like, and, and, and for the record, we're totally much Joe never ever ever is bringing shows booking shows seeking sh none of those things I'm not the guy. so we're like what what do you mean and like why and he's like i don't know it was weird <laughs> it's like the guy outside was just like really nice like you guys crushed and you should come back and we're like okay but like where is he? he's like it's like a cereal bar and we're like what and he's like yeah it's like a bar but with cereal and it's actually Shit. it's in the town we just played what the fuck yeah, so we, anyways, we ended up playing Melbourne three weekends in a row. We played the one show we planned to, and they booked on accident the next two weekends back-to-back -back in Melbourne. And quick little story worth telling, that next weekend was like my little brother, me and Joe's little brother's birthday or something. Mm -hmm. So we went to Medieval Times. So not only did Joe book a show in the same town that we were planning to be in two weeks from then and had just played, but he booked it on our brother's birthday. So, <laughs> I, yeah. so we drove to Medieval Times and like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is great. This is great. Well, we got to go soon. Jesse's got school because he came yeah, with we us. Brought Jesse to <laughs> brought, we brought Jesse to Medieval Times. So that's another side story. We just don't have, that could maybe be part episode two. But yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> Jesse had to happen, which yeah. was an unbelievable, unbelievable scream, experience. Screaming at little kids and stuff. <laughs> and so anyways, we fly in Joe's Ford Taurus from medieval times to this cereal bar. And uh, everybody was eating bowls of cereal and Von Wolf played. It was a good show. Their two of three weekends in a row in Melbourne. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's that. the only but, I mean, yeah. I ever booked for Von Wolf. Well, that's what I think, I think about. I, I didn't like, even know I booked it. <laughs> I think about Melbourne all the time because I remember, remember – when the van broke down and they had the uh, the benefit yeah, show. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. was like, and so many kids showed up. Yeah. The first time people ever, for that band, the, pers the first time that people ever sang along was uh, in Melbourne. And again, full, full circle, our, our Bad Luck Guys now uh, were there in their band. Right. And we were friends for so long, even at that point, that we like all locked eyes with each other as people were singing. And we were like, damn, what is happening right, right. now? And yeah, yeah, it, I wouldn't even just, only in a complimenting way, I wouldn't even just specify to Melbourne. I didn't think just like central and southern, central, southeastern, central, far right, I don't know, 321 area, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that, that whole area and they all the different bars yeah. and venues, they were really good to that band. We got to play shows all the time because of them. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just always remember Melbourne and like I've never been to a show since, I mean, I haven't even heard of a show other than I think like two years ago, I saw that uh, Agnostic Front played that bar. Oh, weird. And that bar uh, that I actually want to want to dive into because there was a really funny, funny night that we had there at the, what is the name of that bar that the Dakota Brawl happened? Oh, um, 321 Local. Yeah. That was a 321 Local? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, 
Well, yeah, I, I yeah, that's edit, what I'm saying. I don't. I don't the know things if you want to edit out any names. Yeah, I don't want to know personally. if you want to edit out, edit out any names. But the owner of that bar, yeah, we had a scumbag. Uh, we had a confrontation with him, and then he got physical with Dom. And I remember that's when I just had surgery on my arm. Right, right. My arm so, was <laughs> but no, that was that. Yeah, so that was the night that, like, first of all, there was like 12 bands playing. Yeah, of course, if right. you remember. Yeah, of course. Yeah, in ref in ref played so we hung out with them yeah. for a bit and then that i didn't remember but now that you say that i remember it. Yeah. well they they like i think austin or someone in that band had like work or something so they left like right after and so gotcha. it was like you know we had the rule basically like we would stay till the show ended no matter what and watch yeah, every we, we sure did have we that sure rule did. it was great it's that, the best yeah. rule ever really but good I, smart rule yeah stand but, in the front too. show them the support <laughs> show everybody the support right all right exactly <laughs> But I remember Decoder played that show, and they were like, okay, if you guys remember this show, I think about it all the time, and I still tell this story to this day because it is so fucking funny that Decoder was like, quote-unquote, headlining. However, if you remember, Decoder oh, they played... asked us. No, no, okay, well, that too. Because we did a run. Go on, yeah. go on. But yeah. Decoder played... They quote unquote headlined, and then like a dad band came up on stage, and they yeah. quote unquote headlined. headlined. Yes, they did. Right, and they like, I I don't think they did covers or anything, but they were like a metalcore band. Right. But anyways, while this band was playing, was when like all the merch was still set up, but at this point it was like midnight. All yeah. the and this is like to to paint the picture is like this is like a a dive bar in Cocoa Beach where like all the divorced dads go and hang out on the weekend. Pretty yeah. big, like stage and like standing. Yeah, it's break. like a pretty big, pretty big place. And for, yeah, for a dive bar, it's pretty big. For right, sure. and there was like a pretty good amount of people still there by midnight. But at this yeah. point, like everyone's wasted except like none of us drank or anything. And then Decoder was like just all still hanging out there, and they had their merch table set up. And like something happened at first where like a drunk guy like bumped into the Decoder table and spilled beer on it, and Brent, yeah. their their drummer, like John, just to stop because. A drunk guy knocked their beer that they left on their table over and into their box of their t-shirts. Yeah, right. An entire like tall boy spilled into their entire box of t-shirts. Go on. Right, right. And then Brent kind of stood there in front of his in front of the table, kind of like yeah. standing guard of it. Yeah, protecting. And like yeah. people were like bumping into him, and it was like getting to the point where he was just getting really frustrated. He was like pushing these dudes, and these dudes were obviously pretty drunk, so they were like flying all over the place. Sure. And then a guy snuck under the table, came behind Brent and pushed him. Right. And then Brent turned around and threw him. And then some guy came up to Brent and like picked him up by the throat and like put him up on the stage. That was the owner of the venue, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, yeah, regardless, whoever it was, was like, it happened so fast. And like, I just, I, I remember specifically, cause I was standing right there at the corner of the, of the, uh, of the stage like right up front and the stage is probably like stomach high right it wasn't like that high but like the people are still playing and brent is like on the stage and you can see like the look on his eyes because it looks like the dude's about to swing on him and i came up really quick behind him and just put him in a nelson and like just like held him i was like yo yo chill chill and i was laughing because it was all very comical you were dom you were like grabbing someone and you were laughing too and then like joe you came up and like we were all just trying to split it up and it was like not a big deal like but these guys were losing their shit. Yeah, they were yeah. just wasted. They right, were... and they were like wasted. And I just remember had I had the guy in a full Nelson. I was like, yo, calm down, calm down, chill, chill. And this dude, this like 
40 something year old jacked dad like was sitting down at a table and he just stood up so quick and started charging me and i had the guy in the full nelson i like used him as a body shield and we all started like it was like a it was like a pack of lions like backing up after like being like approached by like a a, a pack of hyenas like we were all like backing up with Brent and I had this guy and I like pushed him at the guy that was coming after me. And like, we all just like backed out of the venue and we stood outside and then the owner came out and I think he was like screaming at us for whatever reason. Yeah. And then we just like said, fuck it and left. But it was just like, dude, I think about that story all the time because of how fucking funny it was. It's even crazier too. Cause I won't, I won't lie to you. I remember m- like most of that, uh, a lot of that at the end, I don't remember, but even funnier than that, you'd assume from, your story of it, which I do trust, because again, I just don't recall it, that like we'd never play there again. Bev right. definitely played that venue like four or five times. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It, so it's even funnier to me that like I don't recall that entirely because there was a couple other times, including when we, again, when Bev uh, played there with Transit, that yeah. weird stuff just like that happened. Because it really was, like you said, more of like a dad dive bar than a, a, a true like music. Yeah, right. I forgot about but, that. But hey, I will say it was not. I think the only part of your story that's a little off was the stage. That shit was like chest high, bro. That was like a venue. It was, well, yeah, it was that's not like, it was not cool, yeah, it but was like, it was right, uh, built, sufficient is what I mean. To say. Well, yeah, I just remember the dude like flipped Brent up on it so quick. And I remember it, like, I, I remember the picture in my head of him laying down there, like being held down. And it yeah, was like, I recall that too, and how fucking mad he was about the beer getting. Sprayed. Oh yeah. He was pissed. I haven't seen, I haven't seen or heard from that kid in ever since then. He had glasses, right? He no, was, he was yeah. in a band. He was in a band after then. That was um, he was in another band or two after then. And I think yeah, I just haven't seen him. Yeah, like, heard from him like at all. And I, I think I I think the last I heard was he's at, he still is like touring and stuff. That's what I think drums. too. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, well, yeah, I just think about that. But then I want to go back to the fest story and also to to add on to the point where I was talking about earlier when we were talking about Melbourne is like one of the things that I think was the eye-opening experience of like understanding touring and like true DIY because there is no like no comparison in how how quote-unquote DIY Von Wolf was like yeah every weekend making zero money almost like enough to pay gas like even then like not and it's like that's why I kind of started this podcast is because like to talk about those kinds of things because it's like I don't think people realize that kind of shit is like we I mean, it didn't matter to me because, like, I wasn't in the band. I wasn't getting paid. I would work during the week and then just go out on the weekends. It wasn't, like, a big deal to me financially. But it's, like, thinking about that shit is crazy now. Like, how it was, like, it was basically just shoveling money straight into the van and that was it. And then if you guys got any extra, it went into merch or whatnot. And it's, like, that's the reason why I started this podcast because I don't think a lot of people will realize that, especially if, you know, thinking about how many shows were played. like it's crazy so it's like even if there are like 12 kids there or like if someone goes to a show and sees like the band and they, i don't think people really realize how crazy it can be like that especially yeah, in that, that van yeah that yeah, was that's, that's I, i'll thing. say this much too um most of that because it was just lessons learned on our part most of that credit and debt just goes to uh max right it's just his band and it was the way he wanted his band run and it was really cool that we got to learn like the ethical aspect of that but more than anything and i think he would even agree with this it was a lot of like like even the things you're mentioning pridefully it was just a lot of learning through failure was it right. cool to be like over the top diy in the sense that we'd literally throw our merch at people when they were leaving the show if they didn't want to buy it yeah it was cool because people would go wear our shirts 
but it wasn't cool to like light a certain amount of money on fire every time you do that with right. nothing in return. And I'm not even talking about getting money back so you can swim in it. I'm talking about getting money back so you can continue to be a band. So like, right. yeah, we you're you're right, but you're right to the point uh, that also we didn't know. But but, but I'm saying yeah. you're right. right to the point that it really goes to show how ignorant we were. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Max just kind of fronted the bill on everything and worked his ass off to do so. Right. He'd work like 70 hours a week when we weren't playing shows. And we, we all worked jobs too. Well, me and Joe worked jobs too. Jess was in college and, you know, in his, in his own way doing work stuff and stuff as well. But um, yeah, that was all, I just want to be as clear as possible. That was all like Max's van and, and just his doing of like, no guys, we're going to play shows every week. And all the, as much as we were saying and joking before, all the serious uh, aspects of, let's support other local bands and let's, let's like exchange merch. Yeah, let's do merch exchanges and, and uh, let's not worry about gas. And like I said, I, I'm really proud and thankful, but I definitely, I definitely look at them as like lessons learned. Cause I, oh, think yeah. that, I think it's a lot cooler to be sufficiently DIY and then also sufficiently collaborative with people when it makes sense for everybody to win. If that makes sense versus we were just like, overtly to the core DIY that I don't know that we, I don't know that we could ever got out of our own way with that kind of mindset without yeah, sounding like a, like I'm not proud of it. Cause I am, I just wanted to be clear. I think we learned a lot from failing. From that oh point. yeah. 100%. I mean, that's what I remember specifically so much about it was like getting out. of. I, I thought that's how it was. You know what I mean? But same. I was also like, yeah, like you just, no, no, same. That, I told, I told, that's a really good, simple way to put it. I used to just think like, this is what it is. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's really good when it's that natural and organic and that's the way you and your friends or whoever you're with feel. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool when the few people that do end up trying to do this for a long time or as a, as a career or whatever, you, you learn how to be better at it. Right. And, you know, it's like everybody, quote, and this is just a phrasing because not everybody actually did, but I'm just saying everybody plays sports when they're younger, but not all of us know what it really is to be a professional athlete. Like, it's not fat in terms of like the training or the money at all, but I just mean like, yeah, it's, it's just like, it's just like learning how to play the game. I know I'm t- kind of talking in circles about it, but Von Wolf is very much that for me. Like I used to think I'd never make money doing th- this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. And I learned from the amount of decisions we made that we maybe shouldn't have, but if we didn't, I wouldn't have learned um, that there are ways to do this, be a good person, be DIY and be like ethical and still like make a living and, and yeah. be able to do the next thing without wondering how you're going to do it. Right. Well, I think about all the time, like how many of our friends that we knew back then that are now like working in the industry, like look at Greg, you know, yeah. Tyler. Yeah. For sure. So many people now like that. I know like, and I didn't like, I didn't realize until like, I would see like, like I saw Tyler Long post a photo with Greg and then like I saw like my friend Chris post a photo with Greg in it. I'm like, dude, I had no idea that Greg was like Dennis, working in the industry. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, brothers, yeah, the Dennis brothers. Dennis brothers. Yeah, right. dude, any, that's exactly oh, yeah. Like if you want to wind up doing this in some way, form, shape, some way, shape or form, you're going to. And it's doing things like our old band that like teach you how to, you know, know how to do it. But I just wanted to touch on the, the, the prideful aspect of the DIY thing that you're talking about. I agree with it, but I definitely think a lot of it was like failing upwards. Like, right. Yeah. Learning what not to do. Right. Exactly. So uh, I know I, I touched on it a bit earlier when we were talking about the fest band, but I still want to talk into detail about it because I think about all the fests specifically. I think about Rocktoberfest. I think about the extreme go-kart 
fest in uh that's all right when we met the dennis brothers right that's when we met when we all met uh sleep patterns uh ryan connor john and i think about um how amazing it was that we were like the one local band that was allowed in the green room and the green room was they like i remember because they like greeted us and they're like okay you know you guys get the green room and they were like really hyping it up and it was like we were like oh shit are we gonna get food and we walked in and it was literally just a bowl of tostitos and salsa so sick and there was like some like there was like a couple rise records bands playing i won't say i i don't remember exactly who or else yeah. i would just put them on the spot but there well, was I like say this band they're not rise records but i can say this band was playing because we're in a band now we're all friends uh playing for keeps is playing Oh, okay. Yeah. I re- okay, I do remember that. Uh, was that one of their like yeah, first Yeah, Dead Legs at the time was played that. Yeah. Yeah. Legs, yeah. Yeah, Nick, yeah, he knows Mick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Dead Legs, yeah, Dead Legs but yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was like there's a shit ton of bands playing, but I just remember specifically the room right next to us. But yeah, yeah. there were some Rise Records bands. You're right. You're right. I don't remember who that who was though. Well, we were in the room with the Rise Records bands because we walked in and there were like a group of the dudes were in there with like girls and when we walked in they all just kind of gave us this like weird side eye like who the fuck are you guys? And we just like walked up. We got chips because it's in the video. When I filmed everything on my GoPro, we walked in oh, yeah. there. We literally just walked up to the bowl of chips, took a couple bites, and then walked out. Yeah, we were probably scared. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, haha, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, but- I mean, that's that's really funny. I remember that venue, um, amusement park, whatever you want to call it, indoor cart and go-kart mm-hmm. place. That was really cool. I always think about that floor, that checkerboard floor. And Oh, yeah. That place was awesome. And it was like, but the thing that I remember we were the most – bummed about was like they didn't like they didn't let anyone do the go-karts yeah 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 that's right and that was a long day too that was, that was like day. a 15 band uh, excuse me excuse me that was like a 15 band show yeah i would i 15 is being like at the yeah, yeah, bottom yeah level. probably under yeah you're right it's probably upwards of 20 right it was a massive show and that was the night that we went to um we went to Permani Brothers and we swam in uh in the ocean that night. Yeah, and me and Joe, me sense. and Joe showed how not Florida we were because I had never, literally, never seen water that clear in my whole life. Oh yeah, yeah. We walked out. Remember, we like walked out. So I was like, bro, this is, I, my mind is blown right now. And everyone right. we were with was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Dude, I can see my feet in there, and it's the nighttime." Yeah, it was like yeah. We held, we all held hands in a chain because you were telling us this is when the sharks eat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was literally in the middle of a full moon. We walked out into like a like out on the Fort Fort Lauderdale beach, and we w- we went out pretty far from shore, like probably like two hundred yards. Yeah, it was a beautiful beach, though. Yeah, it was awesome, and that yeah, that was a we for many brothers who slept on Victor's floor, and then yeah. I'm trying to think. Then it was like fest, like Rocktoberfest, the first one. First where, one, good. Bad luck with the second one. Uh, yeah. Were you with us the second one? Yeah, of course. That was the one because that was a. The Kill. start of a Kills and Thrills weekend, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was like, that was the one, yeah. Like, But the first one was the crazy one where... Big, the big church in the middle of nowhere, yeah. Yes. And a warp-core-like and, environment. Sorry, right. but it's going. No, where Raj was there, remember? Yeah. And he wore the gigantic sign. It was yeah. a warp-core. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the chariot played and... Um, Gideon. Gideon played and, and we were like trying to figure out if we could... There was no no I don't want to mislead at all. There was no talk of touring or anything, but we were just trying to figure out a way to like link up with the chariot then. We I think it was from where we recorded and where they recorded and lived and stuff like that. And also Max being like like obsessed with that band. That's what I mean. Like I think he was in touch with them and just like, you know, will you come check us out? And point being, I remember they played that day and they they made it in time to watch us and we had a really good set. 
and they said they said they thought we did a good job and we were just all really happy with ourselves that day and uh raj ate a disgusting turkey and chocolate syrup sandwich that morning or the right. next morning no that was i think i if i believe that's a, that's a different time in savannah with raj that was a different time yeah because that was the no, first that's time a show with gideon as well though or no yeah. uh, or plea for purging and gideon yeah, Gideon. Yes, was that was show. it. That was the That's time. That, yeah. that was the last plea for purging show. Yeah, uh, was in Savannah at that crazy place where I went up in the attic and found the giant sword. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You took that promo of us, and I'm that. wearing the denim vest. Yes. Yeah. That was that was a yeah. That Oz was, a whole was different... there for that. Yeah, that was the weekend that we brought him. Because remember, we were like leaving at like midnight. Yeah, uh, we went to Walmart. You're right. right. Yeah, we went to Walmart, and it was like really cold and nice. Yeah. I think. I don't know if that was the weekend that we we got the Vuvuzela for the first time, or oh. no, actually the Vuvuzela I think was the time the the that's Kelsey... Valdosta, Georgia. Yes, Valdosta. Right. And that's wow. bad luck, I think, right? No, no, no that was oh, yeah, because that was um, oh, that was the time Jesse, right? Yeah, Jesse true. blew it in the face of the frat kids that were like asking for money in Tallahassee, where uh, they walked up to the van and he just put it literally right in their face <laughs> and blew it in their face. And they walked back, and they didn't know that I was filming in the very back of the van. Yeah. Filming, and they were like, they yeah, literally, no, like, under their, they, yeah, they under their breath were like, fuck you. Like, it was like, <laughs> and they were like, I remember catching on camera. You do like, it the best, too. You do it so loud. because Oh, so yeah. Breath, like, that drive was torturous. That, that day in specific, when we were in Tallahassee with the, the Buzella. Uh, Max had had it with Jesse on that day. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was like one of those ones where we all couldn't wait to get home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what what other like I thought I would be able to remember so much shit, but I like watched. Uh, it, we I jumped watched a bridge. It. Me and you jumped a bridge one time. What do you mean jumped what? a bridge? Jumped up we like jumped, like jumped Fonzie off. jumps a shark. He jumped a bridge. Yeah, no, no, no. no. We he jumped, jumped off, off the, uh, the side of a bridge. Remember that? What, what bridge was that, Burns? It's in New Smyrna. You, you and right. Joe jumped off the side of a bridge with all your surfer bro friends, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was for um. It was a I game. Think a, scavenger hunt. That was for scavenger hunt. Yeah, that was completely unrelated to Von Wolf, but yeah, that was that was still a fun <laughs> fun time. That was for my uh, my. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> that was for my 18th or 24th. No, it was for my 18th birthday, I think, where we did the crazy ass scavenger hunt. Remember where um, Jesse put the uh, the shopping cart from Walmart in someone's Jeep, and he got pissed. Remember, it was like we were playing with someone, and he had his Jeep there, and they like beat us. Yeah, to Walmart. Play, like one of your friends. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he had gotten there, and like they had just parked, and we like were running in because one of the challenges I think was like you had to go on the loudspeaker and like ask for your mom or something. It was like something really stupid, but Jesse saw him and like his jeep was unlocked so he put a a shopping cart inside of the back and he got like really pissed and he didn't know who it was he like i remember when we, he's like who the fuck did it and like we were all like i don't know man who did it yeah it's like such a funny thing to be pissed off about but it was yeah that was really funny yeah no i think i think the reason even though i'm with you there are a lot of really good funny times and i mean what, what how many weeks are there in a year 52 right something like that right so there's that amount of weekends in 2011 alone, and you know times that by three or four, depending on the weekend. So there's that amount of shows in the year alone. So it is a lot, but truth be entirely told, especially Joe's involvement and Jesse's involvement, which is, in my opinion, the real Von Wolf that at least people heard. Um, it was really only the end, the very end of 2010 mm-hmm. to the very beginning of 2012. It wasn't much longer than a year and a half. No, it wasn't. But it felt like so long because we were sure. literally like. And you're, I, you're younger, so you know things don't go by as fast. And 
you're still in like that weird schedule you're set in from things like school, you know, yeah. where like the summer feels like an event, whereas mm-hmm. now it's just like a different warmer part of my life that I hate. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was like, I was still in college, but I only, I, I went during the week and I like remember always getting in trouble because I would like, I was fighting with my boss to never work weekends. Because yeah. I was like, look, I can't, I can't. And he was like, dude, you can't do that. Like, and I was working like a minimum, my minimum wage lifeguarding job. And he was like, you oh, I, quit, do that. I quit my job at the Gap to go play a show in North Carolina with Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Well, well that weekend, that weekend. Um, wow. Was, I forgot about that. We played that a basement somewhere in Georgia. No, it wasn't a basement. It was like, no, the basement show happened with set or not set free, set apart. Set um, apart. Right. And that was when Jesse had a full-blown asthma attack because it was so cold. Yeah, it was sick. Right. But yeah. I'm thinking, because that was the weekend that the first night uh, was at Murray Hill, and we we literally kidnapped Luke. <laughs> right. If was you remember. Was super sick, too? Didn't he have the flu? Luke? No, Jesse, when we played Murray Hill on the floor. Oh. Jesse no, he was super sick. That was, that was a different time. But wait a minute. Sorry. We were on the stage that time. We kidnapped Luke? What are you talking about? I don't remember. Luke was – Luke um, – I forget exactly if he was in Jacksonville already. If he just like drove to the show to go to the show, I believe this is what happened. He came to the show just to hang out. And then like, he was telling us like he had work, but we were like joking. Oh, just like, come on. Cause he was like, he was like joking around like, Oh, I'm in the episode. I want to be in the episode. And we were like, dude, just come with us. And he was like, I can't have work. And we were just like, dude, like, just come like, just whatever. And he like, called that show, though? yeah, it was. Cause uh, if you watch the episode, remember we were all in the van and he, we had him that time because we dropped him off on the way back. Do you remember? I don't remember, and I trust you. And I, sh- you told me to go watch him, and I should have went and watched him. Wow, dude, um, I can't believe you. I trusted myself, but this is my, this is my challenge to you. I don't believe Joe. I mean, Luke, excuse me, was there when Elijah's dog attacked Joe? Yeah, because remember. He, yeah, so, he then, so then, yeah, he that's that there, time. I just don't remember. He got shit on something. He got dog shit on something. How no, you, 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 me, or I did. I got yeah, you yeah, fell in dog shit. That's to you. That has nothing to do with Luke. No, someone, not, lost, no, no someone left the car. Uh, uh, oh, something at the house? Uh, yeah, yeah, sock or like pants or something. I believe well, it was okay, Luke. It had to have been you. He on the floor because he didn't have nothing. You you fell in dog shit, Joe. No, I know that. Yeah, no, I know that. I was in their sweatpants or whatever. I was in the sweatpants the dogs attack so okay but hold on you guys are confirming right now if you guys both remember well joe joe remembers himself but if you guys both remember luke being there yeah if you go rewatch the episode you'll see him because he was okay well then that's it they're like standing in wendy's and he was like oh von wolf episode like but yeah we yeah it sounds familiar i'm sure it's just kind of it's just kind of hazy up there i mean yeah yeah. i mean that's, that's cool though yeah that one was really funny that weekend i think was probably one of the most fun weekends but uh Jesse wasn't sick, but he did have an asthma attack at Murray Hill because he brought his nebulizer inside and was like nebulizing right, before right. you guys played. That's right. That's right. That. Dude, yeah, that that's was where we actually got food there. Like Donaldson, we played the stage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I do we, remember that. I think we only played the floor that one time, and it was so in January 2012, we booked like 23 shows. Oh, yeah. This is when in we, just yeah, the one month. Yes. Yeah. And I remember we that. All, we were all like, all like, why are we doing this right but all kind of excited like oh it's kind of like tour like whatever and uh you know jesse was going to school and i remember without going into specifics things were not going well for me at the time Uh and on the 20th or 21st show 
I had like a fucking breakdown after we played. And for the first and only time ever that Von Wolf ever canceled shows, uh, we canceled the last two shows of those 23 shows because I just couldn't play them. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just couldn't play them. But that was the time we played Jacksonville on the floor, uh, Murray Hill on the floor. Yes. Was the last show we played of that run. And after the show, I had my, like, my mom come get me and I told Joe and Jess and Max like to head back to Orlando without me and uh, we'd link up in some weeks or something. And then we mm-hmm. wound up only doing one more tour, I think. Yeah, it was the end. It's the film that you ended up I think I think we down, did. Did we but... do another like big fest or show or something? before our tour the last or was one. it just the show i think we just did that string of shows in january stopped for like a month or two yeah and then we did that last like two or three week tour right i think it, the string of shows in january part of them had killers and thrills on it well that's that was, that, that, was the beginning awesome. yeah right and that's the ending is when like don was saying towards the decline Right. And then, yeah, sorry. Then we took a couple months off and then we came back and that was actually well that was going to be the last that would be the last one but wait wait go ahead Oh, I was just—I was going to talk about the kills and thrills week because that shit was funny. But was that beginning of eleven or beginning of twelve? Oh man, I don't know. I have to check. I think it, I think I think they met us at the end, right? No, they absolutely did because that's why Bad Luck also played with them. Yeah, so Joe's right. Beginning of twelve, January twelfth. That string of shows, the twenty-three shows, started with the kills and thrills run. Right. It started in like Valdosta, Georgia. Because sort of side note, when we were with them, which I know how this was the beginning. Yeah, you're right. We tried being like, we could do this. We're gonna finish this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't work out that way. And then like Dom said towards the end, and then. But we were super happy to meet those guys because they were all yeah, from Long Island, the and they were kind of playing like similar-ish music to what we were playing, but mm-hmm. in ways. Because of the long, because of it, I mean, A, and above all else, because we were really good friends, but also B and C, like worth mentioning, B, they, they were kind of a lighter version of On Wolf. They were a little right. more like rock and roll. Uh, and that, that led to C, like Bad Luck was really able to play with them. So it was really cool. We met them in 2012. And then in 13, Bad Luck played with Kills and Thrills a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was January 31st was when I uploaded that video. So it was like probably the week before, or that yeah. week before was when we met them. But I the, the um the tour started in um what was it uh may no march no it was january it happened in january because i uh, remember i got the it was definitely no, 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 oh, i'm sorry i didn't realize you're still talking about kills and thrills i thought we were talking about the last tour no 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 because I, I i'm i want to the because i can't like i don't i think we pretty much touched all, all between like as far as like the highlights go but i remember the kills and thrills stuff is the stuff that i remember because the first show was in um the house palatka no, that was not the first show. Okay, so I... The house in Valdosta. The house in Valdosta, okay. Yes. But I remember, I think I... I don't know what happened, but I only... I came to the Palatka show. Okay. Because I did like Palatka, Tallahassee, because I think I was... Oh, I, I remember, because you guys were almost on like a week, and I couldn't get off work, and I had to yeah. go Palatka, yes, so I wrote up... Valdosta first. Yeah, then, so I didn't go to that Then we did another show. And then, and then, we, then did we did the did Chop Palatka. Shop. No, I That's what I... Yes. Third the Chop Shop. The Chop Shop is what I want to get to. Yeah. Okay, but we did have a second show. I think so. I think I think so. Well, no, because this is what it doesn't, I'm, matter, this, it doesn't matter. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Just clear, for clear note: when we first time we met Kills and we played with them, the house. we were at, which was at the house. We were having a lot of technical problems on one side. Right. So the second time we played with them, we did the typical Von Wolf set that we would do. And like when we started breaking everything, I remember them being like, "This was not like how you guys were the first night." Like, like I remember it being back to back as Donovan being like, "What is happening right now?" Nah, we played, we played Jacksonville and Grambo dislocated his shoulder before that. Chop Thank shot. you. Right. Okay. There it is. Hundred percent. Burrow Bar. We played. That's on, the second yes. one. We played Valdosta. Then we played the house. We played Burrow Bar in Jacksonville. 
Then we played this shithole chop shop in wherever. Okay, then- I was at Burrow Bar. I'm looking at the episode right now. So, yeah, yeah I must have not gone to Valdosta. Yeah. But I was right. definitely at Burrow Bar. Well, especially because, like we said, Jesse had to go to college and stuff. It's not all that weird if we drove back and then you rode with us. Right. That's how it happened. I don't remember. Could have happened that way. But, yeah, I want to get to the chop shop because that <laughs> shit was probably, I think, still to this day, the sketchiest show that I've ever sure. been to was to paint the picture. First of all, people who are not uh, oriented with Florida is Palatka is basically like the backwoods when you think of like backwoods florida that's what it would be it would be palatka i'm and also to be honest i'm not even familiar with what it is other than this one time experience otherwise right. it's basically like a Jup- is it close to jupiter florida no it's it's closer to ocala it's basically okay. a suburb of ocala yeah. gotcha yeah that but, makes sense. but like if i remember correctly this was like a off like off a state road there were two buildings and it was this literal like car repair shop from the outside outside looked like a normal car repair shop which was having a hardcore show and then across was a 7-eleven and then there was like a couple buildings around but there was like there was like no one around yeah like i remember remember the gas station right right, there right so we got to this place and you walk in and first of all have no idea who booked the show but there are people who are clearly not into this type of music all in like a giant group when you first walk in and they just like eye you up and down and inside is like I'm looking at the video right now to like really paint the picture as best I can because this is like still such a funny, it's a big cement room. Like as you could imagine as if like a, it's a, like a repair shop for cars, like a big garage. And there are cars like up on stilts, like, and there's like, if I remember correctly, Joe, you hit a, a pretty nice car. Yeah. yeah. You hit a pretty nice car with your base. Yeah. With the base. Yeah. The guy. Failing upwards. Like I said earlier. Right. Exactly. And there's a conversation. It got even like it was basically like we were like making the jokes like oh it's a chop shop like this is definitely like a chop shop this is like not like a normal repair shop and it was like we were making the jokes on and off there was a guy there wearing a black ski mask. Yeah, I kept filming like I would be I would pretend to film one of you guys like as an interview and just zoom in on this kid and then there was like (laughs) it was just an insane place and basically the show happened in the like waiting room of like the quote-unquote yeah. repair shop unfinished but, waiting room because it was like rock because you dove yeah you do, someone dove through the um, window um, which i think um, was dom but yeah. what really nailed home the idea that this was a chop shop was when i don't know what happened i was like i forget even what bands played other than dead icons kills yeah. and you guys but i remember trying to leave to go to the 7-eleven and being stopped by the quote unquote shop owner or like, and he was like a pretty big dude. Like, and he put his hand on my chest and he goes, where are you going? And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to Seven Eleven. He's like, no one's leaving right now. And I was like, hmm. what do you mean? And he's like, no one's leaving. He's like, there's cops circling here. No one's coming in and out. And I was like, okay. I do remember that. Cause I had to shit. And then yes. that's what led into the shit story. Right. And that's exact. Over. You're teeing it up right now, Joe. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember because this is I, the only reason you wanted to talk to us. This oh yeah, but this is the same thing as how I did with with uh, with Corey and Luke about going through the South by thing. Is like there's so many fucking funny stories, but I remember being stuck with uh, riding with Max and Ashley. I couldn't ride in the van with you guys for whatever right. reason. Oh, I think it was because I you guys were staying somewhere else, and I was staying with. Oh, I think you were staying with Amina and Jake, and I was staying with um, Ashley and Max. But we were riding behind you guys in the van. And we 
We're not even like 30 yards away from this venue where the van is driving and quite literally veers off into like this like open lot and the doors swing open. And yeah, I know you saw me. And so Ashley pulls in because we're like, oh shit, like something's happening. Like we thought like someone <laughs> someone like passed out at the wheel or oh, something. I ran, like, I ran into that field. Yeah. And like, so it's like, it's quite literally like the most cinematic setup. <laughs> Like the like the van's parked, the door, the side door is just flipped open. It was very, yeah, it was very Mose like. Right, and very like, Mose like. We pull in, and so the headlights are flashing, and you're trying to run into the Seven Eleven, and you get like halfway, and just pull your pants down, and just start shitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the headlights like somebody turned their brights on, and it was like projecting shit. You came, <laughs> you came running, you came running out, and you went whoa. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> you're screaming, and but so was Jesse because I think. I don't know if it was you, Dom, driving or Jesse, but Jesse was like doing the thing where he had his hands on his knees, like his loud laugh, like, ah, yeah, like just, yeah. <laughs> and it was just the most chaotic thing. And then at the end of it, like you just pulled your pants up, got back in the car. And like the whole time, Ashley was like, God damn it. Like, this is like, yeah, she was freaking out. On me. Yeah, yeah, she was freaking no, out. Because of what you said, they only pulled over because they thought something was wrong. And it was just because Joe had to go to the bathroom. Um, yeah, yeah I don't think I was driving, but I think I stayed in the car. I, I didn't, was driving. I didn't generally do, uh, I wasn't around for things like that as often. You wouldn't buy into the shenanigans. No, that was not my right. vibe. Joe right. shitting himself was a pretty regular occurrence. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, long wolf days, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Right, you're doing a lot better now. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank but yeah, I'm just thinking about, yeah, I think that was it, was the Chop Shop show. And then I think the last show was in Tallahassee at the, um, at the warehouse unit. That was like 1,000 degrees. That was not our last show. No, I know not your last show, but last I'm show like that run. I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't get to play. Right. Yeah, we didn't get to play. The cops came. Yeah. Kills then, didn't get to play. No, we didn't get to we play. Get no, we kills Kill, played because I took Kill photos. Yeah, and we didn't get to play, and then we all went to Waffle House. Right. Um, and that was it. Yeah, and then, then it uh, all led up to the final stretch of shows. But if I wasn't it correct that you guys were just doing the tour with Frameworks, but you guys weren't planning on it being the last. Show yeah, we broke up. We broke up on tour. It's it's not a really like cool story. We just no, up. no, 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 no. I, I don't even mean it in that way. I'm just saying like there's nothing like juicy to it. We just oh, like yeah, we, weren't getting along and kind well, of even going back to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If there was oh, no. I was going to say I was setting it up because the first two shows had both bad things happen where you I broke literally exploded yeah. your like your lip exploded. Yeah, I in Orlando. Right, that yeah. was crazy. And then the next night was when um, Luke, Luke was Joe face. broke Luke's face. Right. And yeah. it was like, that was like the bad omen. And it was like, yeah, we should have known. Right. And yeah, then it was right. like, it's you guys, uh, was it, did you guys already plan on sharing the van with frameworks or was it their van broke down and you guys all they got had, stuck in the van? Had problems. Oh, had problems. I don't know. I think we, I think we plan on sharing. I'm pretty sure they had problems. I think we all had problems and we got a flat tire is what you're thinking. Of. Maybe. Maybe I don't, I don't think they owned one yet. I think that that was the whole thing. Oh, okay. That might have been the transition phase where they were going to get the the Jesus fan. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think they had that, or it was broken or something. But I don't. I think the plan going in was we were going to be in a band together. I can't really fully remember. So if if they or if Joe thinks he remembered that, I'm pretty sure because we ended up taking. Uh, what did it, it had something to do with equipment? Didn't Jesse and Justin share shit because? They couldn't get all of Justin's stuff in. We had the one trailer. Victor was with us. 
I don't know. I wasn't oh, there. I kind of remember. So maybe, maybe, maybe that, now that you're saying that, because I remember in the Orlando video, we're loading into the back of our van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. so maybe you're right. Maybe, I just can't remember. Maybe they started the tour with their van and it broke. That was also just like pr- not even trying to be funny or like, that's just what we did then, bro. That's just what happened every time we went on tour. Yeah. Literally right, every sure. single time we went on tour, the other band was in our van. Yeah, every right. tour that Von Wolf went on was 15 plus people in a 15 passenger van. Most of the time, no trailer. Right. The, the framework's time. You're saying we got a trailer, Joe? We had a trailer I, on that one because we slept in the trailer, me and Victor. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure you guys got a trailer, too. So then I think I think we did the show separately. It was they're... their trailer. It's hitting me now. I okay. remember what happened now. They had sure. the van and trailer. This is all, now this is all, like, kind of, isn't that the one that uh, Max ended up just owning anyway and ended up having just a bunch of holes in it in general later yeah. down the line? Yeah. Does that sound familiar? I have yeah. no idea. And, and honestly, clearly, neither, yeah, none of the three but of us have any idea. The trailer was definitely part of the van, that, that, the last and we did one. Sh- and we did share the van. And we did share yeah. the van. And that no, we fit. weren't going into that tour with the intention of breaking up. But, I mean, we all kind of knew. knew it. Right. Even back in January, like, this isn't really going anywhere. Yeah, yeah it was basically like, because, there was well, like... Also, when you start the tour already having that conversation we kind of knew what it was we just didn't want to all talk about it and then when it did we that's what it is we all waited to talk about it but kind of in the wrong way we should have right. probably known that this was well yeah but it was like the I talks did. happened in january and then i think the kills thing happened and then everyone was like well maybe we can do it and then it was like it was maybe we could do it and also we had nothing to do for like two months yeah right and so in those two months me and jesse only hung out and not in a bad way i'm just saying we were real tense about our band so we only hung out when we both started like drinking and stuff and we started yeah. like having kind of like parties with the people in Orlando and, yeah. and it was really fun. But um, that was like, it was just like common ground separate from the band is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and so then when the band came back together for that tour, mm-hmm. everyone had just kind of been growing in different directions and changing and kind of the big, the big stain on that band overall for me, but, but not trying to be unappreciative of people that supported or liked it or made it what it was just trying to be real about it. So we only ever wrote six songs. And while I just clarified earlier, we were really only a year and a half long band. Yeah. We were still the band that like for the time before that, when I was in high school. So we're talking like what you said earlier two not three to four years. I know that's what you said earlier, but it's really more like two to three years total life. Oh, nine to 12. Right. And we only wrote six songs. Like, bro, Dude, I'm ne- crazy. I've never been in a band that does that little. Not only that, but you guys had the quote unquote new song that would not be played in full until like months before you guys broke up. Yeah, which sucks because that was our. That, I'm sorry, with that song in mind, we wrote seven songs. But right, but that song was these awesome. six songs, and that seven song we never put out was really awesome. Right. And that was because we finally, as a group, got like pretty collaborative. None of that is a slight at Max. It's just that be, in terms of like ownership of the creativity of the music of the band, mm-hmm. you and, and any kind of story behind that inspiration, you really just only have to talk to Max because we were, we were, other than adding to we the live show. We were basically what to do. Yeah, we were kids right. just taking directions. Yeah. Like we, we were, we know, yeah, nothing bad. Like we, we looked up to him in that way. Yeah, he was awesome. That's, he was like a great older brother type figure absolutely. in a band for all of us. Yeah, but absolutely. it was definitely like, what do you want to do, man? And whatever he wanted to do, we did it, whether it was... Right. The genre or a lot of lyric even ideas. Even if we did it our own way, like Jesse with his drums or the way I play, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It was still he like just preferred, the root of yeah, the Yeah, the ideas right. and the creativity came from him. So yeah. with that being said, six songs in like almost three years, and I don't really like resonate with any of the songs too much. 
to me, the, the stuff that I look back on and I'm really proud of are, of course, the experiences of my friends like you um, and like the lessons learned in like early touring and and um, and really just kind of learning that it's not all that big of a deal. You know, right. Like, bands do come and go. We should we should care about the stuff and passion, be passionate and as committed as possible and all that. But I think one of the biggest lessons I learned from that band breaking up was it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it was when it happened. Oh, yeah. Um, and so last thing, because I don't want to make it sound like I'm going out on a negative note about Von Wolf, but yeah, Von Wolf as a musical experience, not my favorite thing. Von Wolf as a social experience, probably one of the best things ever. And then bro, straight up, and this totally is like, like I said, full circle and ties into like us being on your show. Mm-hmm. You, you were the best thing about our band. Yeah, you, and the only, the yeah, the only thing that people, I, be, I know, I'm sure you know, the, the only reason that people care about us are in other parts of the country or really even started to know and care about us in Florida was because we had this like organic visual aid that I'm going to stop gassing you up. Like you said earlier, you were learning what to do. It's not like you were this video whiz, but (laughs) that I think is what made it what it was. We were all just like kids hanging out in a van with some gear and some songs and a camera. And, and it was really fun. And um, yeah, that's the best way. And yeah. And, and because of that, the ending was like a beautiful explosion. Like even though we really, it was more dramatic than it needed to be and you know not uh, whatever i don't we don't talk to max anymore even though there's no ill will we just haven't spoken since then um i think that it all is just like a good experience retrospect and like a lesson learned from failure well yeah and the the, the funniest thing was i remember doing von wolf and being like i want to be a touring photographer i want to be a tour manager and it was like after that happened and then like doing things here and there. And I think what, what it was that broke me or not, not even broke me because the South by thing was awesome, but it was like, I'm getting older. And then I'm realizing that like, this is not going to pay the bills for the most part. And it's like, it was like final. Cause like I was all in, in the Von Wolf days, like yeah. calling out of work if I had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I look back at that time and I obviously it, it really was, it was the best, like, two years of my life like it was so much fun even like i even try to think about the bad parts and it's like very few and far between as to what it was like we didn't sure, like, sure. yeah we always had like a lot of fun together i agree yeah yeah and it's like to think about that but then it's like holy shit like if it would have happened when i was a little bit older and i made those decisions i don't know where i no, would have yeah, been no there. no way no, yeah, me and I, Donald kind of briefly talked about that before how right. you like about that it's not reflective at all of the people we wound up being but you know, probably wouldn't wound up being those people without those things. So exactly. Yeah. I think, I think it's awesome and really funny when people remember it again, not in a backhanded insulting, like it's appreciated for sure, but it's funny. It's just, it's just like comical is a better way to put it rather than right. funny just cause it's six songs and a lot of shows in the same venues for like over a year. Yeah. But people did care and people came and, we learned. We appreciate that they had that feeling. Yeah, we yeah. learned how to like like have a show with people interacting because of that band. And right. Like, and it was also like I said earlier, the only heavier band at the time I played in, and it kind of even though we weren't at all like a hardcore band or like really accepted in the scene, we were kind of alternative to the scene. But still, it just taught me how it taught me things about those worlds of music that I don't think I would have grown uh, grown to learn or know. Mm-hmm. Without it, because like I mentioned earlier, and obviously from where we are now, things that I grew up doing in New York were just a lot more like the band up I, I wound up being in with Bad Luck. Like I just always, I always wrote music like that and listened to music yeah. like that. And Bomb Wolf was like, oh man, let me try this. Turned into 
I'm kind of infatuated with this turn into, I kind of love this turn into, I'm realizing this isn't for me full time. Yeah. But, um, we, sorry, last thing we, we have no, our other band right now, dog, mm-hmm. uh, would not exist without Von Wolf. So right. I think that in itself is the justified full circle beauty of it all that we met some awesome, awesome people in our bandmate Hunter in that time. I mean, and even mm-hmm. in Mike and Charlie, we met them, met them back then. And, um, yeah, I don't think I would have had the real will or know how to try to do the things that I can do in dog and maybe even Joe's bass playing ability as well. Uh, if we didn't do the stuff we did in Von Wolf. Yeah, for sure. Right. And that was the same thing with my, with my photography. If it wouldn't have been those times understanding how to run and gun and shoot in absolute no light, I don't think I would be where I am today. <laughs> yeah, man. And like, like I said, your videos really made the band <clears throat> what we were, at least as far as like, having more of an identity. Cause we were pretty much just like, every time I die, diet, every time I diet. Yeah. Every time I fucking, yeah. Like every time I junior, and, um, <laughs> which was, which is cool. I'm not, none of that is a knock. It was a sick right. kind of band to get to be, but there just wasn't a whole lot more to us other than our live show, which you helped capture. And then, yeah, it was like, a, yeah, it was a short lived genre. I feel like, cause you don't hear bands like that anymore at all. No, no. Um, yeah. And again, I couldn't even begin on the neck of a guitar, let alone like at any creative point in my brain to point out where you start writing music, like the six songs that Von Wolf had. Right. Um, that's definitely all like max derivative stuff, but Hey, it was really cool and awesome that he let us be in that band for like a couple of years. Yeah. It was a good time. I mean, I think that's a, a perfect way to, to wrap it up. I, I know this is more of a banter episode, but that's really what I wanted to talk about. Cause I feel like, and you do, do you edit them at all? what these episodes uh-huh. no not really <laughs> i don't really i let it be a conversation because it's like to someone who doesn't really know like the kind of shit you have to shovel i mean although we were a lot younger it's like you know some people may not understand the true like amount of grit that goes into it because it's like we were young as hell and it's like i i don't think we really spent a lot of time too much on the amount of grit that went into it but it's like a lot of you know like i think about the the one story that I'll kind of end on was like to kind of sum up what it was, was the Georgia weekend. They play, you know, you guys played that basement show and it was like, Jesse had a full blown asthma attack. He had to be at class at 10 in the morning. We were in Atlanta and we drove straight through the night, dropped Luke off and then straight to Orlando, dropped him off at full sale mm-hmm. and then all went home. And that was like, that's a pretty typical like weekend for it. And it's, yeah. You know? Bro, for Von Wolf, I moved out of my dad's house when I was 17. He didn't talk to me for a long time. I quit my job to go play with Maylene. And because of that, I got kicked out of the apartment we all lived in because I couldn't pay the fucking rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, not important in retrospect, but at the time I, I lost the girl I was dating. Because, like, grit is a little bit of it. It's pure determination and willpower and passion and like be a beautiful kind of ignorance where you don't even realize how bad some of your decisions are uh-huh. um but if you don't go full on like all the way in on things like that when you're that age especially not only do you not learn but like you things like now um and what we all feel we know and where we are and we're happy with and where we want to be and we feel like we can get to those mm-hmm. things aren't possible like oh, so yeah. yeah von wolf ruled because it was a I don't know. Shit show on fire the whole time. Right. The the most notorious Florida band of all time. <laughs> you said it. The, the most notorious Florida band that you could catch in Miami and Orlando the same weekend. 
the most notorious, infamous, well, who are you talking about, Florida band of all right. time? I know that the name, most, but who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. The most notorious, wait, you mean the band that's played, that played here last weekend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, dude, it was awesome. And again, your involvement was awesome. And shit, only band that I've known Jess for all my life, and it's the only band that he ever played drums in with me, and I always asked him to play the drums and dance with me. Yeah, so, and we're yeah. grateful for that after I speak about you. That was awesome. Yeah, Jesse was, Jesse was a ripper in that band, and, and oh, really yeah. really helped, other than you, probably helped make the band what it was. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, an amazing sure. drummer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But for, yeah, leaving it on. Yeah, Bernie, you made, you made that, that band. You made that band. You definitely made it more fun to look back on, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely, that's really it's The audio dad. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can end it on that note. Awesome, man. Okay. Tell everyone to go vote, even though probably by the time I put this up, it's going to be a little too late. So if you forgot to mail in your ballots, you need to go to the place and vote. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Go to the place and vote, please. Absolutely. Go to the place and then vote. Yeah. Okay. Vote. Vote. Thanks for talking to us, Burns. Yes, thank you, Burns. And thank yeah, you. Uh, part two on uh, the band that we're in and the one that we care about. That'd be right, great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All right. Exactly. Yeah, we'll do that one. Second one. Love you. Well, you yeah. Um, if you listened... Thank you. Uh, a lot covered. I know it's more so just rambling and kind of a lot of stuff that probably you don't really care about. But if you did, that's cool. Um, and if you like this podcast, I just ask that you share it um, or let someone know about it. Leave me a bad comment. Tell me what you like about it. Tell me what you don't like about it. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't care, man. Just... Just do something. Interact with me. I don't care. I'll have some new guests soon. I promise. I have like three drummers that are going to be on, okay? Does that float your boat? I don't know what to tell you, okay? So, you know, in the meantime, just do that. If you guys want to hear from someone specific, just let me know. I don't know. You want to talk on this podcast? Go ahead. Mail, like, mail me. I don't care. Send your owl. Do something. Interact. Don't vote for Donald Trump. He's a coward. He's ugly. He probably has chronic diarrhea and he beats his wife. That is all I'm saying. Don't vote for him. And if you were going to vote for him and now you listen to this and you decided you're not going to vote for him because of what I said, great. Let me know about that. I would love to buy you a coffee. I'll send you some coffee. I don't care. Okay. I'm going to go now. I don't really know what else to talk about. I'm sorry. Goodbye.